Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. It is time for a Yankees-Red Sox series preview. Joey, we normally jump right into the pitching matchups, but we Mm -hmm. have a very special guest with us here today. Uh, A gentleman that I think has very similar DNA to you and I. I would say we're kind of all in the same ballpark of being complete goofs. We got talking Jake. Now, Jake, let me start with this. (laughs) Are you is so is that you go by talking Jake or do you ever use the last name? I have no idea, man. I, (laughs) you know, when we when we started doing all this, it was like, do I need like a name or something? Um, So I'm my name is out there, Jake Storielli. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I usually talking Jake's fine at this point. It's all good. I guess that's the thing. I don't care. As, as long as, <laughs> as people know or don't know, I'm all I'm all over, man. How, how are you guys doing? What's going on? So we we had mentioned this before we started recording here. It's just sad times. It's sad times for for you guys, for us. Definitely more sad for us, but much more for us. Not comparable. Yeah. I'm Do not lump him in with us. Isn't it great when like <laughs> things are going bad? You're like, it's going bad for all of us. You know, we're all in this together. It's like you guys have 71 wins, but. Um, I think right off the top, one thing I just want to just want to get out of the way. Now, if you don't know Jake, you, you should know Jake. I think the John Boy guys have done an incredible job of just kind of you know carving out your own corner, your own like area in the baseball sports media world. I am curious, and this is a, I'm I'm asking a lot of you here. Basically, in like a minute, sum up how you guys have gotten to where you are today. Who um, John Boy goes on Twitter, 2017. Uh, need someone to podcast with, hits me up, podcast about Yankees. I go full-time, uh, do all of baseball, breakdowns start going nuts, um, becomes more of a company, becomes a real company. And, and yeah, now we're, uh, now we're in Manhattan. It's, uh, like 50 people. <laughs> it's a 50 person <laughs> company. It's supposed to be to, uh, I was originally asked to do a once a week Yankees podcast and it's become a lot more than that. So it's, uh, it, I mean, it, it's incredible, man, but it's, uh, I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. I think that's the thing that was overwhelming. I saw you guys were on my flight heading out to, uh, we were on the same flight heading out to all-star and I'm like, when the hell did John boy get all these people? Like, I don't know who, do you know, all, do you know all the people? I couldn't name a single one. No, they're uh, <laughs> no. I mean, that's a uh, uh, part part of who I am in the company is I, I I love people, man. So that that's like the most rewarding part. Um, I, I genuinely do. Um, my fiance is in the room next to me. I like miss dating a little bit, but not because of like that part of it. But like, I just yeah. love people. Like going on a date for me was like electric. Like, who are you? Why do you drink that? What are you about? Um. But no, we we have so many good people, and it, dude. I, I'll say this: I start getting emotional, like at award shows and stuff, when you see people start doing those speeches and they start thanking everyone, and you're like, I don't really care, Brad Pitt, dude. Without the company, there's nothing. There's nothing like. Yeah. Uh, so, and and we've been so lucky, like Peter Moylan, Trevor Plouffe, like when when those people when those people first visited the company, they were blown away. Dude, we don't have an asshole in the company. It's nuts. Doesn't seem it's it. Insane. Genuinely doesn't seem it. Yeah. We've gotten like lucky or skill or somewhere in between. But if there were, they'd stick out like a sore thumb. Like we've had examples of people come into our environment that weren't our speed. And it's like, oh, you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Josie McFly, I know we we take a little bit of credit 
from Section 10 with growing Josie McFly because that that video that blew up on the Rafael Devers, uh, I was going to say walk-off. It was in Yankee Stadium. The go-ahead homer off of Chapman was – I still – it'll still pop up on the timeline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it gets better every single time. So when you guys added Josie, I thought that was a great move. But He's, um, uh, he, he's unreal. He's, he is a TV show character brought to life. He's and he had a best. fun time at the All-Star party. He definitely, oh, yeah. <laughs> Josie has a good time. <laughs> I'm like, how you doing? He's like, I couldn't even tell you how I'm doing. I'm like, all right, that's good. That's good. Uh, But yeah, we'll jump right into this, man. We will jump right into this. The Yankees are seven and 13 since the all-star break better than the Red Sox. We're six and 13 since the all-star break. Uh, Really just to sum it up in simple terms, if you can, what's been the biggest issue? Because I'm sure a lot has has Mm. been going wrong. Everything's been going wrong for the Red Sox, but for the Yankees, what do you point at specifically as to where things have gone a, a little sideways here? Well, so I think it was funny. This the second you guys both said you're having a bad time, I was like, "That's interesting," because obviously different sorts of bad times. Um, we're more so we're getting tortured, uh, where where you guys are in a full blown I, I don't know death spin or whatever it is. You guys label it how you death want. Spin sounds over- right. Yeah, I won't right. overstep yes, my fair. boundaries there. I mean, like you said, the Yankees still have an incredible record. Like we're we kept doing these. You know, we record after each series with a with an episode in the middle and be like, man, you know, the Reds or the Yankees have a, a losing record over the last eight weeks. Like they, um, they're just not playing a great brand of baseball. And then look at the standings yesterday. Uh, and they ha- were tied for the best record. So it's just like, what are we doing here, fellas? Um, and it's, it's because they did so well early on that they built up a ton of leash that, you know, the crazy 13 inning game the other night, Anthony oh, Rizzo's God. not playing. He before the game worked out and they said, yep, he's healthy and ready to play, but we're not going to play him today. So the Yankees, if you've got that mindset, that stuff resonates and and that zero zero game into the 13th. If Anthony Rizzo was in it, would it have been one nothing through nine? And then you use your bullpen in extra innings. And like there's the ripple effects to baseball that matter and the Yankees right now, they just don't have their foot on the accelerator. I think the other thing that is just a clear outlier is that their pitching has come down a notch. Um, the early number stuff with their starting pitching was nuts. Like everyone had an ERA in the twos. And so yeah. every day they were getting five innings and a good effort. Um, and then the bullpen, they just added some guys. But, you know, Albert Abreu came in with a two-run lead in the seventh inning yesterday. And he's a guy the Yankees DFA'd this year. He's a guy, or excuse me, the Yankees traded him. The Royals and the Texas Rangers DFA'd him. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if that's not normally the guy we're buckling buckling into for, for, you know, a rubber match against a playoff team in Seattle. So those are kind of the biggest things right now. And it's just, it's frustrating because, you know, if the playoffs started tomorrow, they would have you know, Rizzo would have been playing and, you know, even Stanton and Severino, they ILed Severino on the 60 day. He started throwing, he was already throwing. He was so pissed off. They showed him a calendar of like their rehab schedule. He wouldn't even look at it. He was oh, like, no. No, he, that's how mad he was. So they're building up for the postseason. which come the postseason, I hope it's really cool. We rested Rizzo's back and things like that. But as of right now, it's just like, fellas, come on. So is the concern that the momentum is going to be gone by then? That, you know, if they keep coasting, that maybe they don't ride the wave into October? 
I think there's some of that. I mean, you know, it's one of the big things in sports, right? Is there like a go switch? Like if mm. if Rizzo's back and then Stan comes off the IL, do they all have a shake hands in the locker room and it's time to go? Or, you know, does something bad keep happening in the sixth or seventh inning? And then you lost that momentum. So we're going to find out. That's where Yankee fans, I mean, we're sitting on our hands and everyone has their complaints and some of them are rightfully so. I don't, I hope we don't get to Oswald Peraza because I've, I've fully snapped, but there's, um, yeah, man, it's, it's just, they don't care right now. They've somewhat earned the right to not care, but like, when are we, when are we hitting the switch? And also like, why? I don't know. I am curious. So Andrew Benintendi is a New York Yankee, which it sounds more gross every time I say it. But, you know, he was our guy. Everybody loved Benny. Benny butt cheeks, Benny biceps. You know, he had the hair flowing and everything. Feels like that was ages ago. I mean, it was actually like three years ago. It was it was a decent amount of time ago. But I'm curious from your perspective of being a diehard Yankee guy, seeing Benny on the Sox, seeing what he did in 2018, and now having him on your team, it's always an interesting dynamic of like, oh, like I root for this guy now. Like, how do I? You have to create your own opinions about your your now own guy. How do you feel about him being on your squad? I I think you know the therapy that Johnny Damon originally put Yankee fans through set us up for this. Yeah. Um, and then to a degree, Ellsbury, right? Um, so. It's, uh, you know, Damon was the first one for me. Like I was, I was young and I was like, wait, that guy's going to be a Yankee, the caveman. Like that was insane. And now, you know, the, the lighter hitting left fielder, uh, plays good defense. Doesn't, doesn't have a strong arm. I, I don't know. I mean, and like you said, Benny's also gone through like a second life since like Boston almost, uh, what's it called when the, the military lets you go a dishonorable discharge? Like oh, yeah, that yeah. was kind of how he left Red Sox yes. fans, right? Yes. Yeah. Like you tried to get too muscly. It didn't work out. Like you're, you're it, out. It was, uh, it was awkward. Honestly, the, the Benny, you know, see you later was weird. We didn't love the return and the return has gotten worse since, you know, it's played out here in Boston. Especially for but, how important and how loved he was too. I know it felt right. very unceremonious. And I, I remember yeah. all the, there was some weird Peter Gammons tweets originally that were talking about Benny's body and everyone was like, what's going on here. But then like, strange. I think Gamma was kind of right. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, the fact he's here, the fact it's a pure rental and gun for hire, I think that almost makes it better. And he was the perfect fit. They needed a defensive left fielder that was a contact contact on base guy. Uh, so he's doing that. I'm super excited to see what Benny comes out in Fenway. He's um like the reason you guys are asking the question is Benny for some Yankee fans is still tough to swallow and he didn't get off to a hot start. So I was surprised you know, some people in the office yesterday were like, uh, I don't I don't know if I'm in on Benny. And it's like, I get it. It's been seven games. Uh, he's walked a ton like he was taking his walk, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I'm really interested to see how he is in Fenway, because if you know, I think we all remember that young Benny, who's got a little FU to his game, you could see him having a big sock series. And I think that would <laughs> I'm a little biased. I think that would be best for everyone. Would, maybe not everyone. That would be best for maybe all parties involved, d- despite yeah. half of them. But then yes. the other parties, I think it would be great. Uh, yeah, I honestly hadn't checked the stats yet. He's hitting 175 with the Yankees. Um, five it's RBIs. Nine nine walks. He's got nine walks in 13 games. So that's oh, that's definitely solid. But 
Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I don't know. Sox fans have a weird relationship with Benny because of how everything kind of went down and, and we're upset about, you know, Franchi and Winkowski and the guys that came back. And it's like, well, at that point with when they traded him, it's not like you were going to get a ton back. So the, the whole thing is weird and it's Friday is going to be weird. There's no getting around it. It's going to be very strange seeing him in a Yankee uniform. You know, he's got no hair that he's bald now, which is people don't talk about that. It's insane. Like that's going to be, I'm not ready for that at all, but I, I don't even have a question on top of it. It's more just, Sad times to see that's the case. I wanted to ask your opinions on the other trade deadline moves, though. I know I kind of look at uh, how I feel about a deadline from another team's perspective of like, how did my rival fans feel? And when Mo you guys got Montas, I was like, oh, God, that's I'm not happy about that. He dominated the Red Sox. I think Fran <laughs> speak of the devil. I think Franchi actually got to him. But what was your thoughts when you made the deal? And overall, how do you feel about the deadline for the Yankees? So as as the deadline was happening, the Benny trade happens uh, and, you know, that's a week or so before. And that's like, OK, check that box. Everyone had kind of discussed that that's going to happen. So the the remaining things were bullpen uh, and uh, ideally high end starting pitcher. That was kind of the debate. Like, are, are they going to go for Castillo or, or Montas? Um, if I I'm not doing this to be this guy, we've just struggled with it for a week. Apparently it's Montas. Okay. And like that's like a big thing. So I I don't know. No, so that's know. been that's Montas. been something we've been fighting. And I I I still don't even know how to say it right. But I think you hit the moan. Which hello, um, <laughs> hello. hello. Now we're it's getting late. Um, so they so they get a couple relievers. They get Scott Efros um, from the Cubs, and that was really cool. He came by our office earlier this year with Ian Happ. He's a nice. sidewinder, so you're always like, okay, so what? This guy gets out righties, and he's going to you know, kind of be a one-trick pony. He's gross, dude. He He's better versus lefties as a sidewinder righty. He's got Weird. a wipeout changeup. I think that's what it is. So, so at first, we kind of were like, okay, depth in the bullpen. He's got a chance to be a real one. Um, he threw a 3-2 changeup in that extra inning game the other night. His first batter out of the pin that was like, whoa, okay. So uh, we're we're in on him, and then the A's trade breaks. They get Montas and Trevino, who uh, he was in their, the, the crazy Yankees wild card game a few years back where Liam yeah. Hendricks started and Judge clipped him. Um, and he followed Hendricks, and he was the one who actually he, – he had a really strong performance. So uh, – Good memories. A guy that's pitched in a lot of big A's games. I know for some people that sounds ironic, but the A's have been a pretty good team for the past, you know, coming up until this year. Um, and he just, you know, you look at the stats page and it's as bad of luck as you can, blah, blah, blah. Yankee fans are obsessed with Matt Blake. So you think there's some sort of solution there with him eating innings in some way. And then Montas, he was the, you know, the number two to Castillo, right? So you get that guy, you don't trade your, you know, your top like two huge shoot, shortstop prospects. Everyone's in. They traded Monty at the deadline, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, what are your uh, thoughts on that? I thought that was weird. So this is where things take a turn. The deadline was kind of like an A minus. Like A plus yeah. would have been Luis Castillo in our heads. A minus again, two relievers, a starter and an all-star left fielder. Like however you want to chop that up for a team that at the time was on pace to win, you know, 109 games. That's huge. That's huge. They trade Jordan Montgomery, who I was talking our our now resident Red Sox fans are the We Got Ice Boys, who they're they're fantastic. Um, 
and it, you know, we did a like player name association thing. And I think for us, Jordan Montgomery is kind of where like Erod was for you guys. Like you were <laughs> yeah. just, you were getting outings. It's the lefty, like not always the most impressive, but like was there and the stats kind of ended up there a lot. Um, so trading him for a hurt Harrison Bader was just a really tight I, where I've landed is it's a tightrope act like yeah. Harrison Bader in theory is going to be the perfect final three innings guy. You move judge to right field. And then in theory, our right fielder right now is either like Giancarlo Stanton or Matt Carpenter, which <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, they've been two of the scariest threats at the plate this year, but it, at the end of a playoff game, I'd rather have this like one of the best guys to play center field right now uh, with Judge and Benintendi in the outfield. I don't have to tell Red Sox fans the importance of a good defensive outfield come the playoffs. The part that was weird was you're trading, you know, a starting pitcher for a guy who this postseason would be a defensive replacement. Now, next year, they said he's going to be the starting center fielder. We'll see what goes on there. That's uh, a joke in, in Yankee land, uh, <laughs> going back to Bubba Crosby. But with depth and the starting rotation going down and injury concerns, they left themselves super liable that the rumor around is that they were they thought they were getting Pablo Lopez. They yeah. thought that trade was done. It doesn't get done. And yeah, I mean, right now, Domingo Herman's in the rotation. One of the most hated guys in Yankee land on two fronts. Your, your sixth starter is Clark Schmidt, who's young, talented, but he hasn't, uh, you know, he's never been thrusted into the starting pitcher, even role. He's, he's been forced into a bullpen guy and he's had some moments, but I mean, we're talking, we're talking a couple injuries away from now you're doing a real tightrope act because you wanted that center fielder. So that really, I don't want to say mired the deadline. It's a tightrope act. If it works out, it's brilliant. If the Yankees are struggling with pitching depth and you keep wearing down your bullpen, then you might've shot your foot in a little bit. So that's a short it's, answer. It, it, no, it does. It does seem like that opened up uh, an avenue of like, well, we could have told you that this was going to be the issue, which is always the case, right? As a fan, I feel like we feel comfy when we have that thing where we're like, I knew it and you didn't. You're stupid. Yeah. And like, I could have made a better move. So I think that's the Montgomery thing might be it. Joey, you think this is uh, a good time for the pitching matchups? It's a good time as any man. All right. I think it's time All for right. the pitching matchups. Jake, let me just tell you, this is everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> yeah, people write to me. It's yeah, people deal. people write to me every week. They say this segment saved their life. They this literally the write one. him. Yeah, they write him letters. It's weird. Like yeah. they like hand yeah. write him. Yeah, it's crazy. I in the it. mail. Yeah, I live in New Hampshire, so they deliver him on horseback too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, folks, it is a three gamer back at Fenway Park against the Bronx Bombers. Game one is going to be Domingo Herman versus Nathan Avaldi. Nate got kicked around in his last timeout, giving up four runs on seven hits, two bombs in six innings. Somewhat understandable, though, as that was against the formidable lineup of the Kansas City Royals. His previous start, six and a third shutout against the Astros because nothing makes any sense. Domingo Herman got a late start to the season after he battled back from a shoulder injury. His first start of the season saw him give up four straight base runners, including back-to-back -back homers in the first inning. When asked for a comment, Aaron Boone said, quote, he made some mistakes. 
This will be his fifth start of the year, and he, much like Avaldi, is addicted to the home run ball. Keep your head on a swivel if you find yourself in the bleachers of Fenway Park. Game two is Frankie Montas. Gotcha. Cutter Crawford versus Cutter Crawford. Cutter is the Red Sox ace, but I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Over his last seven starts, he's got a 3-2-3 ERA and a 2-9-7 FIP. Uh, he, too, got rocked by that absolutely stacked lineup in KC. That's five runs, five hits, and five innings, bringing his season ERA up to 430. Frankie Montas, whose name I always read as Mantos first. I always have to take a sec. Not Mantos, not Montas, Mon. Montas. Yeah. Was recently acquired from the Oakland Athletics Baseball Club. His first start with the Yankees came in St. Louis, where he lasted only three innings, giving up six runs. You can't imagine that's what the Yankee fans were hoping for. There's no way they wanted to trade for a guy with an ERA of... 18 with the Yankees. Game three is Jamison Tyon versus Michael Waka. Remember him? You might remember Michael Waka from his time pitching with the Boston Red Sox. His last start. Do you want to take a guess on the date, Steve? Uh, it was probably hmm, June 7th. June 28th. 28th. All right. June 7th was June PK. 20, See, we June have 28th. all like, the injury dates in our head of like, when did this guy go down? June 28th. Okay. So it's been all right. Yeah. Month and a half. Kind of a, yeah. Kind of a kind of a day that uh, holds some weight for you, Steve. Uh, the beginning of that sharp decline of the team as well. Uh, make of that what you will. It took you a second. Oh, <laughs> the Sox are I forgot about Sox it, are nine and four when he pitches, and he comes back with a two six nine ERA on the year. Waka Waka. I didn't really want to do the voice. Jamison Tyon has an odd looking face. Uh, he also has an ERA of five four since the start of July five point four. And the teams he's faced in that time: the Pirates, the Orioles, the Royals. Mariners and those awful Red Sox twice. Uh, he's had only two scoreless outings since May. Look for his cutter to get walloped. And that is going to do it for your pitching preview. Steve? Great pitching preview, as always, Joey. It is time for the weather update brought to you by Ed's Bubblegum. Chew it and pop it. <laughs> Friday night. These are basically all at the same time. It's like 7 10. Mm. It's just get ready for that, which you know I love. I love when the time is the same for every single game. Uh, Friday night, 62 degrees at Fenway Park. It's not going to rain. Should be comfortable, which is nice. Heat wave is gone. Saturday night at Fenway. I hear it's someone's birthday on Saturday. Uh, 64 degrees, 17% chance of rain. If it rains, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. 63 degrees on Sunday night for Sunday night baseball, and it is not going to rain. Uh, jumping right into it for predictions for this series. Actually, first off, I wanted to get some numbers out of the way. And Jake, this is why it's a little confusing for, not confusing, but I feel like as a Yankee fan, you probably still got to keep this in perspective where you guys are in a tough stretch right now, but still second in, in the majors in team OPS, first in the majors in run score, third in the majors in team ERA. Like it's, do you do you still look at it that way, or is it like doesn't matter? Like it's only what matters is what's happened the last month, and then trying to get some momentum heading into the playoffs. It it's both, right? And that's kind of the boring answer. But you know the the thing with the Yankee stats, and I've I've wanted to do this, but I I've I've been too I've just been busy. We did a bunch of warehouse stuff this weekend. My brain's fried. If you yeah. took judges' stats out and you put in like a league average outfielder. Where do the Yankees offensive stats land? Like, you know, I, that OPS and the homers number changes a lot. Like judges 45 <laughs> is a true <laughs> outlier this year. And I know that that'd be unfair to the Yankees because judge is their best player and it's the contract year. It's the whole story. But, you know, there's some concerns around the offense that like, 
okay, it, that guy's special and they shouldn't necessarily be docked points for that. But where does everything stand otherwise? Because because then it's it's not as gaudy. Um, that being said, stands stands out. Rizzo's been out. Uh, Carpenter just went out, and his his numbers look better than judges in the small samples, which is just insane. So uh, I guess that's where, unfortunately, I'm smart enough as a baseball fan that you mentioned Jamison Tyone. We'll see if he's a part of the postseason plan. He just went through a little bit of a funk. I've seen that guy pull off 10, 11 straight starts uh, where he's also been disgusting. So, you know, was was this his August, July funk, and now he's going to turn it back on, and where do I think about him? So it's, it's a little bit of both. Uh, the lineup, I guess when you're clearly missing bodies – it's, you know, you're you're able to excuse that. Cole is Cole. We're never going to be worried about him. This is a big start for Frankie Montas, man. Montas. See, I still don't have it. Yeah, it still um, happens. He, his first start's weird. It's against the Cardinals. They're going for a sweep. It's a million degrees. He hadn't pitched in 11 days. It's his first start for the Yankees coming off the bereavement list. I think his mother-in-law oh. passed away. So there's a lot of moving parts there. Um, that being said, you know, we're Yankee fans. So your second starts in Fenway, like, you know, all right, we'll, we'll give you that one kid. Uh, but this, this is a big one for him. Cause he's supposed to be the two or the three for the Yankees come the playoffs, depending how Severino comes back. So that's, uh, he's the big one. Like that's, you know, that's the guy you went out and got. Um, the rest of the stuff is going to figure itself out. The Yankees will have a lineup. Judge is having an MVP year. Um, but, I mean, uh, Frankie Montas, the, those pinstripes can be heavy for some dudes, too. We just saw that happen. So, like, he's the guy, you know, bullpen guys are going to get hot and cold. Who's going to go into October hot? We'll find out. Cole will be there. Nestor's probably going to be there, which is insane. And then the lineup's going to be there. So it's it's all of those. How does the puzzle actually come together? And the biggest question mark at this point is Montas. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be interesting to watch. I'm very curious what Benny does. I don't know. He, he doesn't seem like a guy that necessarily is going to be like all riled up about returning to Fenway. I genuinely think he's he's kind of boring. And I'm not saying that as a negative. He's just kind of like he's a baseball player. And outside of that, he's just kind of a dude. I know talking to him a little bit at uh, at All Star, I don't think he really wants to do much media stuff. I don't think he really enjoys it that much. He's like, you know what? Just let me play. I'm in New York. Him saying I'm excited to call Yankee Stadium my home that that still hurts to hear that. But I mean, I know he has to say that. But um, we'll see how Benny reacts to Fenway. I I mean, do they give him? They got to give him a video, right, Joey? They got to give him the big screen Ooh. video. Uh, I don't know if he gets a video. Oh, I think he has he gets to. Is this his first time like back? History. Yeah, it's his first yeah. time back. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. In pinstripes, man. So it's a little. The yeah. second the deal happened, Jake, I'm like, that's the first thing I'm thinking of is the big screen video. I'm like, great. Now it's he's going to be there on a Friday night. Get a night whole video, talking. or does he get like a like his number gets up there and like uh, a picture and like there's a standing O moment. If after that catch in Houston, you get a video. I think there's a certain point you reach where it's like, also like the female fan base is upset. I, the amount of Benny jerseys that are still at Fenway park. He's probably, I think it goes Xander Devers, Benny in terms of like the Jersey. And maybe that changes now that he's on the Yankees, but um, we're going to pick the brains of, of some fans this weekend and, and see how they really feel about, about Ben and Tendy being on the Yankees, but definitely looking out for that. 
Uh, do the Red Sox have any fight left in them? This has been an embarrassing stretch here. Understandable, the injuries are a problem, but not to this extent, not to the point where you're losing series to the Royals and you know continuously following further and further back in the wild card race to the point that Joey, I think we're just we're just not going to get that you know every night watch the wild card scores type of vibe. I wanted that. I really wanted. I don't like, think. Oh, it, what are, what are these? Things? I don't think we're going to get it, which no, really no, sucks. Bullpen. Yeah, yeah no. the, the bullpen. In case you haven't been uh, following the the Boston Red Sox all too closely, uh, there's no bullpen. There's none. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I you think could probably pay for the Red Sox bullpen. From the All Star break till now, they the Sox bullpen has I think it's like a seven twenty one ERA. Yeah, it's and, the worst uh, in the league the by more than a run. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's um, it's where it's where my guy, uh, you know, Jim Jimmy doesn't have much of a poker face. He's he's gonna tell you tell you where where he feels for for better or worse, mostly better if I'm being honest. But um, you know, the Red Sox fans when they were getting hot, they got on their hot streak. And then, you know, it was against an easier schedule and, you know, a couple things were going right. They had the good juice, which is the best feeling in the world. That's why we're yeah. all baseball fans um, coming out of that. And then Red Sox fans were talking about lack of pitching depth, lack of bullpen depth, um, you know, and guys were kind of playing out of position. And I don't have to tell you with Frankie or, you know, Duran's young and figuring things out out there that like, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy started coming back and he was like, you know, these are the things that the outside world would have told you before the season. Like, it, oh, yeah, the pitching looked thin. The pitching looked thin. And if you're going to play guys out of position and not going to help them, then, yeah, it's 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 a formula in baseball that's never worked. <laughs> <laughs> it really has. We knew we knew yeah. at the beginning of the year. I and know. then the pitching was good. Even when the team stunk at the beginning of the year, the the pitching was still great. We're like, wait, Michael Waka is doing what? Wait, Rich Hill is doing what? And I think we we came to believe like, oh, that's going to just persist. That's going to be the whole year. Rich Hill's going to finish with a two one five, and Waka's going to have probably three perfect games this year. And th <laughs> there we go. go, World Series. Here we come. And uh, I mean, obviously, that's not sustainable. No, I mean, the well, level of injuries is like higher than usual. But even if it was an average amount of injuries, you still wouldn't have had a pitching staff to be able to carry you through the year. And we had Haim on yesterday, and, and I asked in so many words of, like, how much do you factor in your roster creation in the offseason of stuff happening, of, you know, Chris Sale falling off his bike and, you know, right. guys getting in. Like, how much is that in the equation of, obviously, the opening day roster is not going to be your roster in the last week of September. Like, it just it just changes. So, uh, he's Haim is, is a pro at giving an answer that you think you got something out of. And then you're like, wait, what did he even say there? Yeah. So I don't even know what his answer was. I think it was just a bunch of words that were well-crafted and, and it was, sounded good. you know, yeah, it sounded good. So I, it, so he knows what he's, he knows what he's doing with that. But, um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see with walk on Sunday. And, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, I say this, Joey, basically every home weekend series though, we're just telling mm. fans to have fun, you know, just have fun at the ball. That's all we got left. <laughs> yeah. That's really all we yeah. got left now. It's like, have fun, have, you know, have a beer, have a, have a Fenway Frank. Uh, last thing I want to mention, Jake, is because I'm genuinely curious of this, and it's something growing up that I was obsessed with, and that's home run races, home run chases. I love it. It is like my favorite thing ever, and it's just not a thing anymore. Uh, Aaron Judge is on pace for 59 home runs this year. Obviously, the AL record. I say obviously, but I don't know. If you ask the average fan, I don't know if the average fan would know this, that Roger Maris has the, the AL record with 61, uh, which happened 61 years ago, which is a cool little thing that I'm sure Whoa. they have on the graphics. Yeah. Um, do you think that if it gets close that the 
I, I want to word this right that the uh, that the national MLB fan base will care. I don't think as a, as a country it's going to be a big story, especially with football going on. But do you think that that would pick up steam if Judge is getting close to Roger Maris is sixty one? So there's a couple things going on. I mean, in in Yankees land, it's already a thing because it's Maris and it's Ruth and it's the so that's the first part of this. The American League record. There's no discussion or argument or steroids or anything it was ruth and maris and so now judge is in pursuit of that so yankees fans obviously tuned in ready to go on all of this the the part that i'm dreading um is that the new world of media i think the bigger conversation when it fully clicks in which it hasn't yet the the yankees put the first graphic out yesterday judge homered and that was 45 and they showed Maris was on pace for 41, and they had them side by side. So okay. that's your first step. Um, one of our discussions we did on Talking Yanks the other day was when do people start showing up with like numbers at the ballpark? Um, and oh, I, I love my, that. My guess was 50. You know, that's a, a round number. Our society likes round numbers. Maybe yeah. now that the yes graphic is up, maybe we get people bringing it to the stadium. So that's, that's the next part. Um, the part that I'm dreading is I think the conversation on a national baseball level and even a national sports level is going to be more so, you know, what record is he chasing and should the other record matter? And is it, is it bonds? Is it Sosa McGuire? Is it, should it only be merit? I hate that for obvious reasons for, for judge for baseball. Cause it, you're right. It, it should be the story. And you know what? It would have been the story if, if baseball had uh, the gusto or, or balls or whatever you want to label it to just put some asterisks out there. Baseball hates asterisks. You think they should have, you think they should have. I do, but I don't think the asterisk is something that we need to like gasp at. Like, Okay, so you're telling me there's three guys, Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, who all played during the steroids area. We got we got images of these dudes in courtrooms and shit. We know that they were juicing. Like it's it's out there, and I know everyone's got no, their argument. It's a whole discussion. I, I just real quickly though, if you're obviously if you're going to do that, it's a slippery slope, right? You start right. doing that, yeah. It's like where does that go? So that that's where. I hope the conversation just becomes judges chase for 61, which I think with the Yankee ties to Ruth and Maris, judge being on the Yankees, the AL record not being a conversation. I hope everything goes there. And yeah, I mean, soon that's going to get really loud. I think probably 5-0, I think just because we're silly Americans that look for round numbers. Yeah, I, can no, I, I think that's a good point. Joey. Can I admit something here to both sure. you guys? Please do. I'm rooting for him. I same. I was just about to say the same I thing. Really I want, want him to get. I I I love Aaron. All all Red Sox fans have just surrendered. No, we all like Aaron Judge. He's a, he seems awesome. He seems really cool. It's crazy. It's like the the big bat of the New York Yankees, and we've all decided as a fan base, like, no, he's cool. We like him a lot. He's like the nicest dude ever. He hits bombs. He's great with the kids. And I sound like a softy here, but like, isn't he exactly what you want? Isn't I? You guys have probably had eight million judge conversations, but like anytime we talk about Aaron Judge, I'm like, that's that dude right there. Like, I think he is the face of baseball. I think he does everything you would want a baseball player to do, and we're pulling for him to set this record, which is so <laughs> stupid. Like, I don't. Every all the ingredients make you think like, oh, you'd you'd rather you know see a Yankee do something terrible or or that he falls one short or something like that. But um, 
yeah, he's your guy. I'm jealous you guys have Judge. That's baseball, man. I mean, you know, it, it go, you know, for you guys, go back to Manny or Poppy. If yeah. if either of if either one of them was given the record a scare, like Yankee fans would have been in on that. Like, cause, cause it's the dude. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this: if a young Benny was in pursuit. No, like Yankee fans would have been showing up with like fans in the outfield to blow balls back. <laughs> so, no, it, it's the fact he is judge. He's awesome. It, it's not just the homers either. He's an incredible all around baseball player. He has a cannon attached to his arm. Um, and I, I think going back to American society a little bit, whoa, uh, different hey, sort of pod. Um, like the fact he's doing this in a contract year, the fact he bet on himself, the fact he turned down, you know, 200 plus mil. And for about a week, everyone was like, oh, this guy, man, can you, Idiot. oh, what's his, what's his deal? 200, I, you know, people are teachers. And it's like, yeah, they sure are. <laughs> and none of them can hit 71 home runs in a season. So people um, are teachers. He, I like uh, that phrase. People are teachers, man. Yeah. I mean, they literally like those were my Twitter mentions for a week. And I, you know, I, I love teachers. I loved, I didn't love getting taught. School wasn't, wasn't really my best School thing, sucks, but yeah. um, man, like the fact that he's going to, and that's the other thing. So we talked about, you know, Red Sox fans having a bad time, Yankee fans having a bad time, but more so just tortured. And we know this will end, but it sinks right now. However, this does end, whether it's a World Series or a home run champion or a crushing loss in the CS, however it ends, then it's back to the judge thing. He doesn't have a contract. Oh, yeah. He's a free agent. We just talked about him setting the home run record. He's larger than life. And every time he's been on the field, look at his baseball reference, man. That's it, scary. It, there's, there's, not a, there's not a down year. Like yeah. it, he had a couple injuries that I do believe were freak. He got hit in the wrist. Um, the home run derby one. I, okay. That one was a little bizarre, but it's like first full season. Uncle Steve Cohen with the Mets are, are the Red Sox saving their money for something. Cause it, there's been a couple guys. The Dodgers always seem to have more money coming from somewhere. Like this dude's a free agent open market. Like look what Scherzer just did. If someone told us Scherzer was going to sign with the Mets, wouldn't we have kind of laughed? Yeah, of course. And then they threw him, what, 38 a year? Was it more? I think they had his age per year, something like that. It was right around there. 40, yeah, and he's getting money from the Nats where he's making 50 a year. That There's a players' union side to this that when Aaron Judge is a free agent, he's like got to take the most money. That Just, uh, yeah, as an obligation. He can't, like, he can't take anything less than the most. No. You look it's, at his. It, you mentioned the baseball reference. I couldn't agree more. Look at his twenty twenty. Just look at this year. He's got yeah. seven bolded things. He yeah. has seven. He's the best at so much stats. stuff. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I'm jealous you guys have him. Uh, hopefully he ends up. I had tweeted something about like just being down there on the field when you guys were here uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was like this is the this guy's the best. It, it's hard to admit it, but like he's the best. And everyone in the replies like. Need him on the Red Sox. Need him on the Sox. Like everyone wants him here, so we'll see. I mean, that's a I whole another discussion for a whole another day. Um, it would cost eight billion dollars, but we'll yeah, see. I mean, the likelihood of that I would say is probably not the highest. But especially with the Xander Jake, and Raffy situation, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So Jake, water gun to your head, hmm. yeah, water, water balloon, balloon over your hanging dome. right up there, ready to pop any second. One, where uh, does 
judge finish in the home run race to where hmm. does he play next year? Oof. Uh, Aaron Judge will hit 63 home runs. Historic. Right. Yeah. Historic. Um, and my soul would leave my body if he does that and he's not a New York Yankee the next year. Because, hey, I grew up in Connecticut. Half my buddies are Red Sox Yankees fans. Mm -hmm. I grew up going, you know, the cafeteria table every day was a war zone. Talking about <laughs> the guy behind you, Nomar and Jeter and all of it. You know, I, I, high school was 03 to 07. You know, we saw some Red Sox Yankees shit. Um, that man, if... If for all those lunches I got yelled at for the Yankees buying their team and they don't re-sign home run record Aaron Judge, then I don't know what it's all been about. <laughs> it's all been a lie. It's all been a lie. Uh, literal last question for you. Thank you for giving us a good amount of time here. Oh, that was, that was something. Um, as Yankee fans, do you guys, with this team, with this core specifically, Judge, Giancarlo, Boone being the manager, all this, understandable at one point you were on pace to have the most wins in a season ever. That's not going to happen now. Likely. Do you let that creep back in of like, this team still hasn't made it to a world series. And like we, we, you know, they've underperformed and, Oh, is this going to be another lost season? Not even saying this is a Sox guy. Cause this is all we have to right. hang on to at this point. When does that creep back in? And is it already there? It would be after this season. Cause Hey, there's a COVID year in there. Yeah. There is, I mean, the 2017 Astros, like, you, you can't whine about it. The Yankees took them to game seven, yeah. and that team was cheating. <laughs> like, yeah. so, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go out every day and shake my fist and say what, you know, because the Dodgers were there. Who knows if the Yankees won that? But, like, that team should have been a World Series team. Uh, I think in 18, I mean, the, the Sox were a team of destiny. One of my moments I go through, and I'll I'll admit this to Red Sox fans who need it right now, yeah. who need kind of a juicy thing to hold on to. I'd say once a month, the ball Gary Sanchez hit against Craig Kimbrell in Game Four to left field. Yep, like a centimeter, a centimeter on that baseball. You know, you guys it, don't win Game Five though. Let's be real; you're I not going back. I to, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. think so, but boy, I would have liked to find out. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but still like that Red Sox team was rolling. They were a world series team. I, you know, that doesn't affect me. 19 was Houston. Again, the bad wolf got us like, fuck, you yeah. know, like, what do you do? They beat you fair and square. So I got nothing for you. COVID. I, I mean, Hey, 60 game season. You can only do so much with that. It is what it is. Um, God, should I just go through every year? Um, yeah, that was impressive. That, hey. The fact that it's are, top of mind. See, that's the thing. It's top of mind. All these things just stay in there, and you may, you might have to add another one, and I'm last, hoping you do. I hope you have to add another <laughs> really sad thing to your brain. Last year felt funky throughout. The team had one hot streak. Otherwise, they were this year's Chicago White Sox. Like, it just never clicked. Mm. Um, this year, I mean, this is the final test. And, you know, there's... There's guys, man, and I guess that's the part that also makes me sad, and I'm in a good place to be a sad Yankee fan. Mm. Um, you know, how much shit did Gary Sanchez get? And some of it deserved, but also he would have been the Yankees catcher in 2017. 
Like, he would have been on the World Series team. Masahiro Tanaka never got to a World Series with the Yanks. He, he kind of did. And by the way, he'd, he'd be a fine pitcher on this team right now. He's still mowing dudes down uh, back in Japan. So, yeah. like, there's, there's those ripple effects that, as a true Yankee fan, it stings a little bit. This year, I mean, let's be honest. I don't have to tell you guys when the Yankees are on pace to win 116 games, it's got to be going through your heads that this team's got a real shot. The big bad wolf is still Houston. Uh, I feel like I don't know sports if those teams don't meet up in the ALCS this year. And hey, if you don't take them down again, then I've got nothing for you. Then Then it's you ran into a better team Two and a half times, you know, they the half there in 17 where they were getting a little help. That's what it was equated to a half. Yeah, it sounds about right. Then then I've got then I've got nothing for you. So let's see it, you know, and that's where that's where I'm gonna let's see how the boys look all of September. You know, a, a guy like you know, anyone in our bullpen, any bullpen guy, they could be bad right now, but if they have a you know, 10 appearances in September scoreless guess what? <laughs> like get out there in the playoffs. So yeah. that's where, unfortunately we're losing some ball games. You hope it's for the greater good. And man, check out my Twitter. If they end up calling up Oswald Peraza, cause man, the Yankees have one weakness on both sides of the ball and it's at shortstop and everyone at our company believes it. Joe's McFly, Jimmy, John boy, we feel it's starting to get to the Zoolander scene where it's like, I feel like we're taking crazy pills. Like what, <laughs> what is happening um, that they have your top prospect is a shortstop ready to go in AAA, and you're playing clearly the weak point of the team at shortstop every day. I don't know. I don't know. So that's the only thing I'm missing right now to be full tilt. We're winning it all. It's crazy times, Jake. Thank you so much for joining us. I wasn't even following you on Twitter. I don't know what that was all about. Well, it's because you're a Yankee guy. Like, I mute everybody, any of the Yankee people, especially the hubs, that clown. Like, I, I mute all the Yankee people, uh, even Joe's, and he does great stuff. But I, I apologize the, that I wasn't that I wasn't following you on Twitter. It's that the was, thing with Twitter, bad. dude. It's it's why would why would you wanna follow like just a crazy Italian Yankee fans takes like you don't need that on your yeah. feed like that's like that's I would never be offended by that when we were first doing talking Yanks like I'd have friends be like oh I'd have to listen and like they weren't baseball fans I was like no that's kind of the <laughs> the beauty of this whole world we've built is that you know we find the stuff you want to listen to for for better or worse so um, you know if the mute button comes up for me I get it dude I get it <laughs> See, that's the approach. That should be the approach. I think I've muted about a thousand people. And it's like, everyone's like, what? I'm muted? Like, yeah, everyone's, I, yes. all you need is like the people that you you really need the info from. And then that's about it. All right, you get it. All right, that's that's good. That's good. You understand. Uh, Red Sox Yankees coming up from Fenway Park this weekend. You going to be at Fenway or no? You guys ever go to Fenway? I never really, you I'm were not there last we, time. We you? went, uh, Amtrak sent us ad. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but no, dude, we're, we're we're a mess. Uh, we yeah. 
Jimmy's Jimmy's excited. We're we're actually we're hitting kind of a, a calm spot. He's hanging out with his baby this weekend. He couldn't be more excited. I'm still I I actually I have a buddy's bachelor party in the Catskills, so it's just going to be a bunch of beers and farts in the mountains. So nice. That's that's nice. the dream. That's all you really need. All right. Hopefully we see you at Yankee Stadium sometime soon. Then uh, thank you for doing this, man. This was awesome. Thank you, boys. Uh, appreciate it. Go uh, go Yanks. You know. <laughs> <laughs>